0: Welcome Welcome to to the the Cultivate Cultivate Network Network Podcast, where we're digging digging in on Christian living, leadership, and church planning. Here are your hosts, Jamie Couch and Anthony Waters.
1: So last week, as we were diving into more of the church planning podcast, we were on the makeup of the team. We talked about the family, and then we talked about just not grabbing warm bodies, and then we started going into the core group and the qualities that they exhibit out. Last week, we were able to get through two different ones. We got into adaptability, then we ended with candor, which I really enjoyed the conversation on candor. And we've had a lot of candor this morning back and forth with each other. So I I appreciate you, brother. So let's dive in more on these qualities at these small group, that your small group, your core team, what they need to exhibit and i mean and and you know as we go through this this isn't a this isn't a they've got to have this 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 and this or you they're out of the team completely these are right. just good qualities to really look for absolutely uh the next one <laughs> decisiveness <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> decisiveness it's a big one it is I think we need to break this down at what this, what are we really meaning when we say we want somebody that is very decisive on our team? We don't want somebody that's going to just come and rule over everything. We want to have a good candor. Mm -hmm. We want them to be adaptable. But we also say we want them to be
0: decisive. But what are we really meaning when we say we want them to be decisive? So that is a good question. What do we really mean? Because one could interpret that a lot of different ways. You could. So when when I see the word decisiveness in the context of a church planting core team, Anthony, what I See is a collected decisiveness by the team have you ever had a meeting and you were meeting about something and you couldn't decide <laughs> Anthony just I've got my hand, hand raised just, I already know where he's, he's going like a third grader in the back <laughs> but but it's the ability to make decisions the yeah. ability to to be able to come together and And discuss with the previous two things, candor and adaptability, as a part of the conversation, and make a decision. Make a stinking decision. Yeah. When you kick the can down the road, the can ends up tripping you somewhere along the way, or somebody in front or back of you. So, kicking the can down the road just because we don't want to make a decision or deal with a certain thing doesn't necessarily fix the thing. It just prolongs the agony a bit so decisiveness is one thing and then you know the other thing about decisiveness i want to call out when in 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 light anthony of the core team is that when the group makes a collective decision and you walk out of that room there's there there's in the business world there's the meeting after the meeting (laughs) there's the hallway meeting there's the meeting after when you leave that that core team meeting and that and that and that room where you 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 had candor, mm-hmm. and then when you leave, there's got to be some integrity with this candor, yeah, because when you get back in the hallway or on social media or wherever you go to say to your other inner circle, "Well, I shared my idea but they didn't have it. They're going this way, but I really disagree with it, and I don't like it. and so there's there's decisiveness, collective decisiveness where yeah. we say, you know what?" I support you guys. Yeah. You, you heard me. You heard my opinion. I support the group. We're ready to go forward. I, I and agree. then when you leave, you leave with a collective consensus that you go forward with it. And
1: your integrity in part of that right there, I think that's a key, is the integrity part on that decisiveness. The integrity part is if something does go wrong that you don't come back and you say, I, I tried to saw. tell you. I tried to tell you. <laughs> I was the only voice of reason in there that day. You don't need that. No. You don't need that. You need to win as a team. You lose as a team. Yeah. And we move forward. We pick each other up. We dust each other off. We move forward. The next one I really like, that's service. Mm. So I, I like, I think these kind of all build on each other. They do. Adaptability, candor, decisiveness. Now let's talk about service. Yeah. I really like service. As as Christians, we know Christ was servant of all. He was. He was the chiefest of the servants, which I, which the world don't like to hear that. They don't want to hear that because they like they like the Jesus that's high and lifted up, not the guy who's on his knees washing the feet, not the one that's in the roughest of places that's going in to the pool of Bethesda walking around looking, saying, "Wilt thou be made whole?" And they're going to the woman at the well of Samaria. Yep. Oh, you know, I've got water to drink of that you know not of. I know I have meat to eat of you don't know what it is. I can give you that living water. You know. I like service. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. And I think as Christians, I think this is one of our big, big calls is to be in service for the Lord. Service, I think, is important. And service looks different in a lot of different aspects as well. I don't think we just need to fixate on right. just like a singer or a preacher or something like that. Mm-hmm. Service is big.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Service is big.
0: No service I think is a core attribute to to a especially a leader a christian leader yeah and and you know so many times in the workplace i want to call out this the this say the secular world out there right uh, when people get a, a a manager role, or they feel like they're on the core team, mm. for lack of better words, of their their company or their organization, well, then they're all of a sudden above all these other menial tasks that are not important, and <laughs> and that what was me if That's I have to be out me. front? That's beneath <laughs> me. I should be in the office back here making decisions or the stage speaking. I should not be sweeping. I should be speaking. You know, it's that it's that anti service mentality. Like it's. Somehow above or beneath me to to serve others, and I think that as I am looking for someone to serve, right? I, I remember as a young uh, leader in in healthcare, Anthony. Here is where I would I would I would go recruiting, right? And I would go recruiting. I didn't go to the career fairs to recruit. Here is where I went. I went to the local restaurants, hmm. and I would find I would I would just eat lunch just like I was eating lunch anyway, right? And I would look for servers that, that were, that were just, just getting it. I'm talking about humble, hungry, kind, pleasant, even, even throughout the stress, but they were serving with, with compassion and just, just really good. I took my business cards with me. I said, hey, got a job. If you're interested, give me a call you know so they they didn't know it but they were doing on the job interview at that moment of time mm-hmm. and so i think that because one of the biggest attributes i was looking for as a healthcare leader especially in a christian healthcare organization anthony was service if you can't serve then then your sermon isn't worth anything if you can't serve ouch Boy, so so one of the one of the first things that that i do with young ministers is is you know uh, they they want to learn how to preach, or they want to learn how to how to how to you know take the stage, presence, or do sermon preparation. So I say, okay, the first step to sermon preparation, come with me. We walk to the hall. We go to the janitor's closet. We grab. We grab a mop and and a, and, a, and a scrub brush for the toilet. And we go to the bathroom. This is the first step of sermon preparation: is service.
1: <laughs> it's Are you so, ready? It's so true. It's so true. But it's it's so contrary to the world. The world belief sure is. It's so contrary. It's upside down. It it is. It's upside down. Maybe it's upside right. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> the next one humility oh my gosh hand, you gotta be humble man hand I, in hand how in the world are you gonna be how are you gonna be in service for the lord and not be humble at the same time I, I, I that example It's not uncommon for one of us to be plunging toilets and then in the next five minutes be up uh, you know up ministering <laughs> for the lord or something like, you know what i mean I mean, you got to be humble. Humility goes a long way. i so, laughing, but okay. you know it's so, true.
0: Last week, <laughs> you know okay. oh dude, here we go. Church planting, guys. If you're <laughs> here, we go. You're, you ready for it? Here this we is, go. This is the nitty gritty of it, right? <laughs> so you can you can fast forward if you're eating at the moment. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, last week, Anthony is up on the up on the stage. He's he's starting the table talk for the day, and uh, and and autumn autumn Anthony's Anthony's lovely wife has just served I don't know a whole room full of people with just just really nice food. I mean, yeah, did a great job. Yeah. So uh, one little fella, poor little guy, he the food didn't sit right with him. So he gets up, he tries to make it to the bathroom, but somehow. About a third of the back quarter of the of the church is filled with vomit, and so the little fellow mm. just kept on puke, and he puked all over the floor. Yeah, poor guy. And uh, and you know, I I run to the back to grab a. I don't know what to grab. I don't know what to do. So I grab a, <laughs> I grab a dustpan. And, oh And, and, and <laughs> so gonna, autumn, autumn, your wife beat me. Okay. I went to the back and got a dustpan. I ran back to get it because yeah. you're in the middle of table talk. I don't want to interrupt it, so I ran back to get it. Autumn <laughs> beats me. There's a whole team of people. I love this though. Yeah. Th- this this talks about service and humility. Yeah. So here is two members of the core team and others on their way, mm-hmm. right, on their way to find something to grab and clean up this puke with. So autumn beats me to the back and kind of laughs at me and rolls her eyes at me when I when I'm carrying this dust dustpan. Like, what are you doing? but um but she goes up there and before i could even get back up front she had it cleaned up and you know anthony it's humility autumn's not above that and and our court team was all rushing and others rushing to go clean this puke who runs to clean puke up
1: <laughs> not many you're usually running from it
0: so That's i commend yeah. autumn for that
1: yeah i agree with you and, but you know that and i that's that's exactly right and that's what it goes back into is that humility. You know, I mean there's nothing wrong with being humble. You know, when we humble ourselves, we humble ourselves before the Lord we must humble ourselves in every aspect of life. Catch, you know, catch yourself, check yourself, be
0: humble in it. So I like, I like the, I like the tying on that. So before you leave humility, I, I see you turning the page. I can see your eyes turning the page on humility. I'm just excited about the before next one. You, okay. <laughs> so before you I'm turn the page, I'm not being humble. <laughs> no, you are being humble. You're just you're 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 being very decisive also <laughs> about going to the next page. So yeah, guys, on your core team. Arrogance and, you know, we, we talked about narcissism earlier on, we did. um, and, you know, in, in looking for a core team member, but humility is a core tenant. If your team can't, or, you know, if, if there's a, there's a sniff of arrogance on that team, I, you're going to have a hard time, hard time getting anyone, uh, to, to, getting any traction for growth because arrogance is poisonous. Yeah. And so if your core team is humble, then, then you, you got something to work with. If there, if there's a bit, a sniff of arrogance, uh, and, and you know what, as the church begins to grow and things begin to take off, some, sometimes people, Cover a, co- a cloak of arrogance with humility for a season until they have success, and all of a sudden, humility begins to break away like a chicken out of an egg, and it starts. You know, so so have some candor for lack of you know. Let's go back. Let's have some candor and hold one another accountable yep. to this humility factor.
1: I agree with you. Humility, arrogance has no place. No place in the in the church, period, in the body of Christ. There's no no there's no room for arrogance, in my opinion. I, that's something that has to be checked at the door. I would I, you give me a humble servant any day. That's exactly who I want to be working with. Are you going to be mad if I move on to the next one? Let's 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 make a decision to move on. <laughs> I'm mean, I'm having candor with you. Right I now support you I in on. this decision. <laughs> so the next one, after we come off of humility, let's look at a visionary. This one is so important to us. We know that without a vision, the Bible says that the people perish. We know that in the days of Samuel, when Eli was priest, we know that there was no open vision. The word of the Lord was precious at those times and there was no open vision, but a visionary, somebody that can look past, can look beyond, can see what God's doing beyond whatever, whatever the, whatever we think that the barrier may be to be able to look ahead, steps ahead and to have a fire and a burning vision that you can almost sit back and see God moving and working, and you're like, oh, this is fun. And there's been many times that we've had that opportunity that we can take a step back and we see God moving and stirring and birthing ministries out as, as, as we see how Christ is moving and how He's stirring in people's lives. And you can see you can see what God's doing before mm-hmm. it ever takes place. And you can see God stirring and you can, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if you have a visionary, hopefully, you know, you've got visionaries that you're around that you can see this. I'm blessed to have visionaries all around me that can see. And I thank God for that. Cause it's so much fun when you can see, you can see how God's moving, how mm-hmm. you can see him moving and changing and stirring a visionary.
0: Dude, you want this people on your team. You, you want, want to have a visionary. a visionary. Absolutely. You know, a, a, a visionary, and, and I equal your excitement on this one, because because without this, men perish. Yeah. No With, joke. Without a vision, men perish. Yeah. And without a visionary, you're not going to be able to see what God's doing. So, How would a church plan
1: ever ever even get started if there was no vision? Well, no, no visionary yeah. to say, Lord, I see there's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. You have given us an opportunity.
0: Mm. Oh, my goodness. So there's, a, there's, there's um, people who see the glass, a glass of water, <laughs> half full. Funny that you brought that up. And there's one up. people that see it <laughs> half empty. Okay. A visionary says, I don't see it that way. I want to pour it out. <laughs> I'm ready to pour it out. <laughs> so he,
1: he dropped this bomb on me at a football game the other day. I said, I'm a glass half full guy. He said, I'm not either. I'm the guy who wants to pour it out and start over. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that you brought that out, Turkey. So, with the visionary, <laughs> let's
0: let's let's uh, let's think about that one just for a second. I want to I want to scratch one more layer of this one off. Um, and it, there's got to be some some visionaries on the team. And then there's also got to be some folks who know how to get stuff done. Yep, that's and true. and you know I've seen in the workplace before where I, I I'm a visionary, but I have this other if my my disc profile is a I'm a CS with a strong drive toward action which is really odd personality and you can you can testify to my guess. i'm an infj on the myers-briggs personality i'm an infj which is also an equally very two percent of the population are infj so i'm very odd when it comes to that but that makes what is it, what it <laughs> but i'm i'm driven toward action and i'm driven towards how to get things done and i think you on your team, if you've got a team full of visionaries living in the clouds, like, you know, in the fluffy world, like, yeah, we have all kinds of vision, but yeah, but who's going to actually organize the work to, to get it done? And that that's your, in the business world, it's a project manager. It's somebody who understands details, who understands timelines, who understands how to get down to the nitty gritty. Jesus did that. Jesus surrounded themselves with people, with people. He had some visionaries on the team. And he also had some people who stinking knew how to get things done. You got to surround yourself with people who also, yes, and need visionary. But also people, and there's going to be some tension between the visionary and the people who know how know how to get things done. Because the people who know how to get things done are sometimes they got a realist mentality. They're like, yeah, right, that's never going to happen. And then your visionary has to, but they got to be they got to be open to hearing the visionary and buy into the vision. And then the next thing you know, you put those two together, you got a powerhouse pack tandem combo that you're going to, you're going to get some things done you never thought you'd get done before. So don't just go grab a whole team full of visionaries and. Sitting daydream all day about fluffy daylilies, <laughs> but get yourself some people who know how to get things done. Yeah. And if you don't
1: have the, the ones that know how to get things done, the visionaries are going to sit there and pretty soon the vision is going to be clouded because there's going to be so many ideas floating around out there that it's going <laughs> to, you're just going to be walking through a sea of just forgetfulness. Just <laughs> it's going to be absolutely miserable. So I, I agree a hundred percent with you. You ready to move forward? Turn the page. <laughs> okay, here we go. The next one, this one, this this one's pretty much a no-brainer in my opinion. That's teamwork. <laughs> the old saying, the old cliche saying is so true. Teamwork makes the dream work. Together, everyone will achieve more. Mm-hmm. I love it. These are all good things. My goodness, if you think about, just think about a normal, well, if you just think about a service and you look at how, Everybody has a part and everybody plays a part. I'm not just talking about the ones that are on the forefront, the right. singers, the ministers, stuff like that. What about the door greeters, mm-hmm. the bathroom cleaners, the ones that are getting food prepped, the ones that are cleaning, the ones that are doing so many. There's so many different things. If, if we truly are a puzzle, it's amazing how Christ puts us all together yeah. and we make this beautiful picture for him mm-hmm. in the kingdom. And I, but the team, the teamwork amongst each other, every other Every other attribute that we've talked about to this point all ties back into this one here, yeah. in my opinion. you—if if, if you have teamwork, then you have adaptability, you have candor, you have decisiveness, you That's have true. service, you have humility, you've got visionaries, you've got the action guys that are seeing the work through. But teamwork, yeah. if your team ain't working, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're going to fall on your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Teamwork is... So vitally important in this group that you, this core group, they must be able to work together as a team.
0: Prime example: the L.A. Lakers, the highest-paid NBA basketball team with the most rock star (laughs) basketball players—LeBron James, (laughs) Anthony Davis—you name it—they're there. Guess what? They stunk, right? And and the oftentimes the well, most of the time. The most talented team don't win. Yeah. And the reason why is because they don't work together as a team. No room for showboats. No room for no. showboats on, mm. on the yacht. No, <laughs> no there's no, no room. No, and, and that's so, so true, guys. You know, there's there's no room for rock stars in this church planting no. thing. And so if you've got a rock star on your team, they don't need to be on your team. Christ you know, is rock, the rock star. Croxt is the rock star. He <laughs> the is the star. one. He is the one. There is no big I, no little you. Teamwork does make the dream work, but I tell you what, a, a a one rock star on the team, one diva on the team, can make the dream work into a nightmare. Yep. And so, so be sure that your team is willing. Thanks for tuning in to the Cultivate Network podcast. Until next time, keep cultivating.